spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And it's been another fun two weeks of Star Wars news. Have you uh, have you watched anything Star Wars related in the last few weeks, Kenton? The uh, I continue to watch the Disney Gallery, uh, the, the the terribly named Disney Gallery. Yeah, what's with that? Making of the Mandalorian. Like I feel like I guess it's a part of a larger series. Disney Gallery is going to be like going to do stuff probably on Marvel movies and who knows what else Pixar maybe. But uh, yeah, I don't know that why they call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, you know, like I think people, some people might actually miss it. Yeah. But I so I watched that. But the last episode you may have noticed is only eighteen minutes long. Oh, I did not. I've not watched it yet. Okay. Yeah. So I was a little. Why? So I watched eighteen minutes of solid Star Wars content. Okay. Uh, I I did I did start rewatching The Mandalorian. Um. So all this behind the scenes stuff on The Mandalorian got me in the mood to start watching it again. So I've watched the first couple episodes of The Mandalorian, and yeah, still really good. Like, still solid uh, start to that series, and I'm quite enjoying it. Oh, it's really good. I want. I've watched it twice, all the way through. Well, and maybe even three times actually, because I watched each episode twice as they came out. Yeah, when it first came then out. Then I watched yeah. it again, like a movie. But I think I'm gonna watch it one more time as well. Like it's just, it's true. When you watch that series, you want to watch it again. Yeah, and I, I want to. Uh, like, I'm kind of wishing that I'm gonna space that out a bit. I think because. Um, I think when are we getting the next season? September, October, something like that. Uh, in the October, fall, sometime. I believe. Yeah, October. so so it's still still a little ways away. Yeah, uh, I still want it to be fresh in my mind when I see season two. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, but I just, again, still hanging on to the Disney Plus subscription for now, um, which I am kind of surprised at because there's nothing else really on there that I want to watch other than the Star Wars movies, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's got Star Wars movies on there, but. I haven't really been watching any of that. Did you see what else Disney Plus has? No. Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, yeah. I saw that, actually. Um, yeah. Kind of advertised on their main page. Just all the little shorts that uh, we used to love when we were kids. Well, there's something funny about that, actually. Um, it's the shorts, but I had the DVD. And on the DVD, they had a little narrator who would like basically walk you through all of them. And he'd go, and now, Multiplication Rock. Or something like that. It was just like, so what they have on there still has the narrator that wasn't part of the original shorts. Uh, okay. So it's like they just lifted it from the DVD. Hmm, they just took chapter, 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 chapter. Interesting. And so it's yeah. got all the fun conjunction, junction, and I'm just a bill and all the all, They're all hits. there. Oh, that's awesome. Including some, some that they made. Years later, I think that aren't as good. Oh, okay. But but uh, the all the originals, I think the first one is a noun, is a person, place, or thing. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's the first. I, one. I I'm guilty of actually referencing those in classes that I've taught oh, about yeah. grammar and punctuation. Like, I I try I do it in a way that I'm like hopefully not treating the, the my adult students like they're children because these are clearly aimed at children but this is also during a time when they used to focus more on that stuff in school we could i mean we could talk about this all day as far as how they're not focusing on writing as much as they should be in uh maybe middle school and high school but um but yeah i i have used it just to kind of broach the subject get people interested and for most of our students they don't remember them no don't know they uh they didn't know them in the first place yeah. really so they don't understand what it yeah. is yeah yeah and and uh uh, you know, I I used to show them to graphic design students. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, graphic yeah, design. yeah, and they loved them, but because they like animation, they appreciate 
Older the animation. animation, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Creecom <laughs> Studio, I don't know, I, I loaned the DVDs back when this none of this stuff was online. I loaned uh, I loaned them to our colleague Emily, and I think she used them with Creecom students, but she gave them back to me, which implies she does not need them anymore. They did not go. Well, I mean, you can probably, <laughs> I guess, I don't know if you can find them on YouTube. At one time, they were probably yeah. available on YouTube. But anyway, that's interesting. Yeah, I, lo I love them. They're fun. They're, yeah. good. They're, they're good fun to watch them, but... Uh, there's a part of them called America Rock. Ah. And given the given the present <laughs> course of current events, I don't. Know, uh, there might be some stuff there that might cause people some concern. Include well, and I'm not saying like it's not. There's nothing racial, but there's certainly uh, a celebration of American values in some of those. <laughs> some of those <laughs> that might be you not, know being a true. Yeah, maybe anymore. the appetite for that isn't what it used to be. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, just while we're on the subject of education, I, I did bring my kids into school this week. They had some uh, in-person sessions at their schools, and I had to say, it felt really good to just to drop them off at school. Um, it felt normal. It felt <laughs> normal. It's like so, this is something I would do every day. I would drop them off at school, and then when I dropped them, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I just dropped them, I and they're only there for a couple hours, and then they came home. But it was still kind of fun to to kind of experience that again. And I guess I'm not going to experience it until the fall now, because that's when schools kind of come. Are back, they going so. back? Yeah, well, as far as I know, that's what they're saying. Um, oh. So, meanwhile, no, our students are not. Yeah, no, I know. Don't let's not get onto that topic. That's a whole other. That's a whole <laughs> other ball of wax. Let's get to some. Uh, I have some Star Wars clickbait to share with you this week. Ojaba. What? How? <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me! This one comes from CinemaBlend.com, and the headline reads. This last Jedi actor was bummed that he didn't appear in The Rise of Skywalker. Who is it that's who are we talking about here, Kenton? What do you think? Ahmed Best. <laughs> no, that, that's the next story I want to talk about. Uh, but no, this is someone who was in The Last Jedi who did not appear in The uh, the Rise of Skywalker. And the answer is. Oh, I know. You know. What? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Broom boy. Broom boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broom boy. Oh, it... I should have. I should have got that. <laughs> Broom yeah. boy was recently interviewed by a YouTube channel and talked about his experience on. I mean, he's got no lines. How old is he? Uh, I don't know, twelve, no. something like that. No. Does it say? Looks like he's a punk in the. Young actor named Tamirlin Blave, and oh, um, uh, ba 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 Doesn't say how old he is. But he says that he wasn't sure. He didn't know if he was going to be coming back or not in the third episode. I mean, certainly, I didn't think he would be. I mean, uh, we all we all thought that that was a tease for Ryan Johnson's trilogy, whatever he's making next for mm -hmm. Star Wars. Right? That's kind of what we figured that was. Yeah. I don't think. But it was... I mean, that's just one more loose end that didn't get carried over because Ryan Johnson and. JJ don't like each other. No well, matter what anybody says, I they, say they don't. Well, I, I say they I don't, don't think, like I don't each think, other's films. I don't <laughs> like. Yeah, they don't like each other's films. That's the thing. They yeah. don't like the content. Like they, maybe they get along as people, but the the movies they made, like Ryan Johnson, definitely didn't like The Force Awakens, and JJ didn't like The Rise of Skywalker. So that's why we got what we got. No, JJ didn't like uh, Last Jedi. Oh, last one. That's right. Yeah, last yeah, Jedi. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. But I, you know, there was an opportunity to. Okay, so Sky Skywalker has vanished, but he saved the he saved the, the what do they call him now? Not the rebellion, the resistance. The resistance, right? So he saved the resistance, and he's inspiring a young generation of heroes across the galaxy. And there could have been, like, in the end, we got a billion ships showed up, and I actually don't think they made as much of just that in general as they could have. We could have had all kinds of cutaways. To cool people in cool ships. I wouldn't have liked it. 
who we I, might not. Well, how do you know? Because I, I didn't like what we saw. <laughs> I didn't like the, the yeah, few cutaways that we better. had. I guess. But, I don't but, know. but that was an issue. That was an issue. <laughs> but they could have. Right. That could have been um, easily continued in that film. Like there's there's lots of opportunity had had JJ wanted to, but I don't think he was cared cared too much about continuity. Well, obviously not. Like that that was the main issue, yeah. right? But yeah, getting back to Broom Boy, he says I wasn't sure because it could have been yes, he could have continued my story, how Ray would have trained me or helped me in some way. But then at the same time, am I really that important? Am I someone big or am I just a boy, a lucky boy in a galaxy far far away? A lot of people were asking me about returning, and I said, well, we'll have to wait to see if I get called back. But I guess I kind of understand why it happened. But I mean, come on, this kid. <laughs> You know, even if they do make a movie out of that idea that there are other people yeah. out there there uh, that are force sensitive and should be trained, um, this kid doesn't necessarily need to come back, right? Well, like, he doesn't need I to mean, be the one. Star Wars is littered with bit roles of people who wish they could come back. I mean, like, all the way from Mace Windu, from Samuel Jackson, to whoever the voice of Dexter Jetster was. <laughs> Probably, they're all like, maybe I'll, maybe this one's mine. And, you know, that's a great segue into the next story, which is from one of those people, Ahmed Best, yeah. um, better known as Jar Jar Binks. Uh, and they announced last week that he is coming back to host a Star Wars kids game show, I guess you could say, yeah. um, called Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge. For generations, the Jedi Order have been the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy. Now, Padawan teams must endure three challenging rounds of Jedi trials to become Jedi Knights. No, 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 no! From the strength trials on a distant world. Keep going, keep going. To the knowledge trials aboard a Jedi Star Cruiser. Your answer is correct. Yes. Only one team will have what it takes to enter the Jedi Temple. Use the Force, use the Force! Face the mysteries inside. Here's the circle plug. And prove their bravery to become Jedi Knights. You got this. I believe in you. Go, 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 hurry. Push in this red. Push in this red. Will the Padawans be tempted by the dark side? <laughs> or keep their minds focused on the light side of the Force? May the Force be with you always. Now, there's only one thing for you to do. This is my favorite part. Punch it! Uh. Don't give up! Trust in the Force. By the right of the Council, by the will of the Force, yeah. it's time to face your Jedi Temple Challenge. I'm not an Ahmed Best hater. In fact, I think it's kind of a shame that he got so closely um, identified with this character and people like, I'm sure he's received tons of hate mail and that kind of stuff over the years because Jar Jar Binks is one of the worst characters in Star Wars history, but that's not his fault. He's just doing his job. Well, he's you know? also the first digital CGI character in a film. Yes. In a live right. action film. He's the first one. So there, there's a historical element, but then there's the a backlash element. Wasn't Michael Jackson interested in that role for a while? I heard that story somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> this was, No, there's a story. You can look it up. Um, yeah, yeah. He said, is it true a, a million kids will watch this film? 
because I would like to be in it. Uh, <laughs> That's what he said. But uh, this, I think the story goes, and I mean, this could be wrong, but you can double check if you look it up. Um, he'd been bugging George Lucas for a while about it, and then they were at a concert or some kind of event, and Ahmed Best was there as well, and George introduced the two and said, this is Ahmed Best, he's going to be playing Jar Jar Binks, and that was his way of saying no to Michael Jackson by telling him this other guy had been right. cast in it. So, yeah. um, but I mean, like, like, you go down, you show up on set, you, you've got, all he's wearing is this hat that's kind of looks like the character's head. You don't really know what the character's going to look like at that point. And you're receiving direction from George, George, George Lucas. Jar, I almost said Jar Jar, Jar Lucas. Lucas. That's uh, Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> Jar Jar Abrams. Everyone so, knows that. you know, he says, uh, you know, do this kind of voice um, and make it sound, I guess he's, I don't know. I mean, people said it sounded racist, but I think it was he was going for kind of a Caribbean type of an accent, which might be something in line with his family or something. I don't know where he was getting that from. We, we heard from... Uh, the guy played Watto. Remember that thing that you did with him? And and he said he was trying to do an Italian accent with Watto, not yeah. uh, not Jewish, as many people yeah. took that from. But anyway, I just he think said yeah, he, he was an Italian. He was like he was thinking of the Godfather. Yeah, that's like right. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I certainly he's gotten kind of a um, you know he's had a rough go of it. I think Ahmed Best. So I'm glad to see him coming back okay. in this role and being given a chance to kind of be part of Star Wars in a different way. He looks um, good in the Jedi robes and yeah, no, he looks throw good. him in a movie for God's sakes. Like who cares? The the whole idea behind this, and this is a you know I, I'm not a stranger to kids uh, game shows. I've watched a few of them over the years with my kids, and there's a lot of different types of ones. Back in my day, there were ones that were, they usually involve some sort of kind of slime um, or or a goop being thrown at the kids, or they get messy in some way. But these days, they're way more sophisticated. Um, there's also a lot of kids related cooking shows on TV. I don't know if you've seen any of those where. Either the kids are making something or the kids are critiquing dishes made by professional chefs. That was a fun one. I don't remember the name of it, but basically chefs are making food for picky eaters, kids who are picky eaters. So it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, There's this is one. I saw an ad for one yesterday uh, that uh, from from England, a junior chef or something. Yeah. And the host is Harry Hill, the British comedian, the, the hilarious British comedian. I saw him when I was in England, actually, but I was kind of like. This he's sort of like this cutting bizarre stand-up comic. Bizarre is the best way to describe it. Letterman used to have him on and just died laughing because it was so, so weird. <laughs> and there he suddenly like has become like a children's host, and so he sort of softened the edges of the comic persona. And he's now he still dresses the same way, but now he's like more he's more. Uh, uh, he's more like uh, host-like as opposed to wacky comedian. So they actually have already got two episodes of this Jedi Temple Challenge up um, on the, and it's a different YouTube channel than the Star Wars YouTube channel. This is the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, um, which is aimed at obviously kids, and there's, they put a lot more of the animated shorts and stuff like that on there, stuff that, that are aimed at younger kids. Um, this was launched on June 10th, so two days ago, or one day ago, yesterday actually, and it's got 14,000 views. So that's not great for, I think, a Star Wars-related property. Um, I'll have to watch and, these. And, and considering all the kids are at home. I guess, yeah. Well, I thought I was going to say, like, I thought YouTube was a good idea to put it on there because kids are on watching YouTube anyway, and that's the main thing they watch these days. So to put it for free on YouTube is a good way to kind of grow the brand for, for a child audience. What's um, the contest? Well, the uh, the show, yeah. Well, you like, do a couple. Of you there's a couple. Oh, I'm sure you win. Like I don't know. Like, do you have to be a contestant? Or yeah, yeah. You... No, no. It's a it's a it's a shot. It's like, there's a, a set, and they have these. It's like obstacle courses. There's three challenges they go through. So and people like, at home can't win. No, 
There's no, no gambling. No, 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 no. There's no okay. gambling. All right. But it's it's kind of along the lines of like the challenges in Survivor, where there's puzzle challenges or physical challenges and stuff like that. They go through all these different things. Mm-hmm. They have to build a lightsaber. They have to do all, and it's kind of set in this Jedi temple. Like the, the set is a Jedi, Jedi temple, so that's kind of the mm-hmm. the idea. And it's it's um two kids. Oh no, there are three three teams or two. Yeah, three teams: blue, orange, and purple. And they basically compete against each other to see who can become the Jedi. I don't know what they win. I'll I'll watch these episodes and I'll report back next episode. I didn't know they were live already. I thought that they were just no. teasing it. So fourteen thousand views isn't a lot. And that imp- are the comments on or off? Ah, let's check that. That's a good. That's a good point. <laughs> I just want to see if all the adults came to bitch. Comments are turned. <laughs> comments are turned off. That's right. So. That sounds right. <laughs> I, was waiting. I was waiting. All the adult Star Wars fans. <laughs> Is this canon? <laughs> <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of idiots. There's no way that yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar would be doing that at this point. <laughs> That's awesome. If this is a temple, where's the priest? <laughs> All that shit. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's comments uh, off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's not surprising, but yeah. So, yeah. so again, I'll I'll, uh, I'll watch these. There's a there's a um a couple of droid characters as well. Um, wisecracking protocol droid 83 and astromech LXR5. Uh, so a couple droids in this as well, and and some other characters. So again, I'll uh, I'll give it a watch and I'll let you know how it is next time we talk. Okay, sounds good. Well, I guess how long is it? Did you say about 20, 20 minutes? Twenty. Oh, maybe minutes. I'll watch one too. What the hell? Like it, it, it could be like yeah. that. Link indicates that it could be also on like Disney XD or something. I should check Disney XD and see. Oh. But like it's a, it's pretty much the same length as a regular TV show, right? With commercials yeah. and stuff. So maybe they made it with that intent and then they just decided to put it on YouTube. I don't know. Then I can share it on our uh, media or on our Star Wars Nerds podcast channel and 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 leave all my hate there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of on the YouTube channel. I don't channel. know. I'm not I think it's going to be pretty good for what it is. You got to keep yeah. in mind the audience for it and and uh, it's a good way for them to interact with Star Wars. Uh, they can't really do much else right now at this point. Like the, the yeah. theme parks, I think, are, are the theme parks still shut down or are they opening up again? I don't know if they're I think they're opening up okay. again. Okay, so they're opening yeah. up, but there's going to be social distancing there. Yeah. Not a lot of people are going to be able to go to the theme parks to experience the Star Wars rides and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is good. And, and for kids, there's not a lot going on in the Star Wars universe right now. Like there's no more cartoons on right now there's uh you know no more movies or anything um we've got the mandalorian but that's not really for kids i tried watching with luke and he got scared Uh, yeah what scared him um trying to think what scared him the 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 cave that the mud horn is in when when the mando goes in there to go go look for the it is it's like he looks goes he's like oh what's going on in here i said it's okay it's fine but he didn't want to watch it because it looks scary so he said the eye when the the eye opens up and that mud horn like just kind of takes him how old is he how old's your son luke is uh nine nine okay yeah yeah that's that's the age that i saw star wars for the first time and for Mm -hmm. sure you like it was easy to be scared (laughs) i remember yeah i remember being scared (laughs) sure way back then yeah yeah so yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at that. Um, you actually made a foray out into the uh, the world of toy shopping this week. I did. Yeah, I went to um, for the first time GameStop Yay. since it opened, and uh, I to check out the Star Wars merch mostly. And so I, and once again, it's just as fun as visiting anywhere now, which is <laughs> a guy. And the guy, by the way, is like that. Like I guess GameStop was one of the places that got burned. They got roasted for making their employees work too long. 
Okay. Or whatever, uh, in, well, too long into the pandemic. Well, they, so they, ne- they tried to stay open and they also had right. lineups for, it was because of the Animal Crossing release. That, that right. game was huge and they had lineups down the street and they weren't doing social distancing for those lineups. So they got a lot of flack for that. Right. So now they've, they've erred on the side of caution and the guy working there just looked like mask, hat, something on his head, head temperature, I don't know, something on his head rubber gloves like they were all decked out and he had to spray your hands on the way in with the with the sanitation with the hand sanitizer yeah so that it was only me and another guy in there one two like three people two people two of us shoppers and one guy working there so that was my first time back and i went to check it out and they actually had some star wars toys i'd never seen in real life before they had um the zori bliss Star Wars black figure. Okay. And uh, does her mask come off? No. I don't know if it we, does. We, her, I, her visor will go out. We can see her eyes, but that's it. I looked at it. I looked at it and I went, cool. But I, didn't, <laughs> I don't want to own it. Okay. Then I came very close to buying one, but I know uh, they had a bunch of them. So I was like, ah, there's no rush, but I'll probably end up getting one. But they have the six inch um, probe, probe droid. Okay. Empire Strikes Back. Now, was that part of the retro? Yeah. Uh, it was in the Kenner packaging? Uh, oh, oh well, it's it's part of the anniversary collection. I don't think it was in retro. Okay, it might have. It, oh boy, I I don't the, think. Well, so. the, the, you think know, so. the difference is the the ones I saw at Walmart. They had the blister pack with like just a card and then plastic, just like they used to come when we were kids. Um, now, of course, black figures come in a box, like an actual black box with a window that you can open up. But uh, but yeah, it would it would have said Kenner. There would have been a big Kenner logo on it if they were doing the retro packaging for it. Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was it was for the 40th anniversary, but not retro. Okay. Then the other thing, um, so they had that one, and that was, as I say, that was very cool. Um, and more expensive. It's a deluxe one. It's a little deluxe price. Mm-hmm. Um, they also <laughs> had uh, um, lots of little stickers going, Baby Yoda merch is here. Everywhere, like little part things. Check out all the Baby Yoda merch. And all I there they had, they had no figures to be seen. I'm sure they sold them all out. But they had um, a little uh, keychain with Baby Yoda's face on it, or something. They had a couple of those, a couple different kinds of keychains. That was it. Despite all the in-store uh, promotions saying, "Check out all the Baby Yoda merch. It's it's finally here." But they had sold out of it and not removed any of the stuff saying, "Check it all out." Six months too late, yeah. right? Like uh, they they were they totally missed the opportunity to have Baby Yoda. Yoda could have dominated the last Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and it might again. I mean, now that they have a lead up, they might find that, um, you know, like the Mandalorian season two will come out, you know, September October, and that'll lead into the next Christmas season, and then people want to maybe you want to buy baby yoda again i don't know Um, i don't know that they were expecting it to become the sensation that it did like i don't know that they were really knew that that was going to happen so otherwise they would have had merchandise ready now well one of two things can happen in season two they can go well we had we know we mined gold here so we're it's going to be baby yoda all baby yoda all the time and they overdo it and there's too much baby yoda in the mandalorian and people grow sick of it or they use it strategically and uh, once again, it's not easy to find the merch, so demand could build again. It could happen. But it's hard to think. Who knows if store, what stores will be like? Like, it seems like everything in Winnipeg's opening up again. But Oh, yeah. Things are getting back to normal, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it sort of depends on a lot of different factors. 
But uh, there's only one more thing that I saw at GameStop. No, there's no games to be had. I think everything's been delayed. But uh, they did have the Wonder Woman 1984 figure from the movie. I <laughs> that think didn't come that out movie, this summer. Hasn't that movie been delayed too? Yes, it has. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the figure, I guess, used to be coincided to come out with the film. I was I was gonna do a joke, a running joke um, on Twitter. Uh, top ten reasons you know you're still in a pandemic. Um, and one of them was uh, my first joke. Was, I was just gonna tweet them out as it came as it came to me, and then just kind of build on them and build mm-hmm. a thread. And so I, I did two of them. I did one being the uh, the rush to the end of the line when you see somebody else, like when you go into line up at the grocery store and you see somebody else walking towards, and you both kind of speed up super fast so you can get there ahead of the person. Oh yeah. Do a little, do a little bit of a race to get to that to the end of that line. Yeah. Not that it matters because you sit there waiting for half an hour anyway. Uh, and the other one was outdated movie promotional tie-ins oh. um, with, with Wonder Woman being the one because there was a bunch of chip. I saw a bunch of Doritos and Lay's uh, chips with images of Wonder Woman. So that's the fast food tie-in or the junk food tie-in was Doritos. And, uh, and the, the, of course, it's not timed properly now because the movie's not coming out. Um, they already had made the packaging, so they had to use the packaging. And I don't know what they're going to do. Are they, they going to redo it again uh, when the movie actually comes out, or are they going to do something else? I don't know. It's kind of a weird situation. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, there's so much of that stuff floating around that, I mean, and who even knows what movie theaters are going to be like and all of that stuff. So who knows? I think they just should release it on demand. I mean, what the hell? I No, I think that I'm actually looking forward to going back to the movie theater. I do miss it. I do like going to see it for the big movies, for the fun movies. The big one they say is going to be the um, the new, uh, the one that pissed us off so much at the Star Wars movie. We, we, saw, oh. we saw Rise of Skywalker. Tenet, Tenet. The one that was like the 10-minute clip of the movie that we didn't know what was happening that made us think we were in the wrong theater. Everybody thought <laughs> they were in the wrong theater. It wasn't just us. Everybody did. I know. There's everybody like, looking around. This? Yeah. And it added 10 minutes to an already robust, yeah. like, ad oh. block. It was like a 20 minutes of ads and 10 minutes of this. It was and then- long. <laughs> the crowd was screaming. And, and by the way, the reason I didn't stay, I was starved. I was so hungry after I saw Rise of Skywalker. I was going to see it again with you, but I ended up going. And there's two factors. The fact that I was hungry and the fact that I could not sit through that pre-show one more time. It was yeah. so horrid. Yeah, like, well, oh. you could have gone for dinner and still had time to make yeah. it to the movie. Be given the whole. I stuff. know it was uh, that was one of the worst examples of that I've ever seen in uh, our market. So they say that's going to be the big movie to to start the blockbuster season in July. That one's yeah. coming out in July, and that's going to be the one that to bring us back to the theaters, yeah. uh, which is good. I, I, and I and it does like for as much as it did upset us at the time, it looks like a pretty good movie. And I've actually been on a Christopher. Uh, Chris Nolan kind of kick lately. I rewatched Interstellar. I rewatched Batman. Uh, sorry, Dark Knight. Um, I rewatched uh, Inception recently. Like those are all just amazing movies, and he's a, an incredible filmmaker. So I am looking forward to the film. But uh, yeah, anyway, not the greatest way to to introduce it to what us. What was the first film he made with Guy Pearce? Was oh, uh, Memento. Memento. Oh, That's man, an amazing. That's still my movie. favorite Christopher Nolan. Film. It's, it's I love so that good. Film. Have you ever watched it in order? Like yeah. You do it through the. I did it through the DVD. Yeah, me too. And you just like watch the scene one at a time, but you do yeah. it in the real order that it happens. It's really cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it works. But of course, the movie works best in the original way. original order. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's like I, I bought Mad Max uh, Black and White Fury Road. Right. Oh, yeah. The chrome, the chrome he edition. Was, he couldn't. Right. He couldn't decide. I'm right. Going to do color of black and white. So I watched it once in black and white. And I was like. I don't know. I think the color, I think the work they did on the color was so good yeah. that that I'm glad I watched it. I don't think I will ever watch it in black and white again, but I might may, maybe I'm wrong. 
who knows what I'm going to run out of, how much content <laughs> is left out there that we're going to run out of. So I shouldn't speak too soon. But, All right. Uh, now you wanted to talk about something having to do with Yoda. What yeah. was the Yoda joke? Yeah, so I was driving through Winnipeg. This is the the Yoda joke that won't that keeps giving wherever you go. And this has been like around forever. But uh, I'm driving past Tony's Auto. Oh, I saw this. Tony's Tony's Academy Auto Service. Yes, on Corden. Yes, right. And the sign says, "What kind of car does Yoda drive? A Toyota." That's it. Ooh. That's it. That is the whole thing. And I think, does, didn't Winnipeg, and it reminded and that's the oldest joke ever, but didn't Winnipeg have a deal where radio hosts said you could win a Toyota, and then the person won, and they tried to give them the toy Yoda? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, I do know there was another situation with a radio host telling people they were going to go to Miami for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then they went to Miami, Manitoba, and they got that guy got fired over that one. So <laughs> I don't know if that's going <laughs> to um but yeah, they, uh, they had to send the person to florida that's why, they, right, that's right. why he got fired yeah. yeah so i don't know about that joke but i have heard that joke before uh as a prank i think it was a prank video that one of my kids was watching it says hey i bought you a new toyota and then he goes goes out to the driveway in the driveway there's a toy yoda so <laughs> yeah boo i don't know it's it's a it's a lame joke and uh we know that yoda doesn't need to drive I saw, I saw it, uh, I, I was coming up upon it in a passenger seat, and so I quickly, and I saw it coming, so I took the photo really quick, but I was like, okay, the fact that that's on there, on one hand, it's the oldest joke ever, oldest Star Wars joke, <laughs> 40 years old, that joke is, and, uh, and so, so on one hand, I was like, oh God, corn EU, is this thing ever going to go away? On the other hand, I was kind of like, there... You know, the Yoda is so entrenched that the joke just stands by itself. You don't even need, there's no explanation required. Everybody just knows who Yoda is. Yeah. Yeah. So the joke that won't go away, Star, bad Star Wars humor as opposed to good Star Wars humor. That reminds me that, um, I don't know what happened exactly, but I saw this tweeted, I think it was from Pablo. About the Yoda statue outside of uh, Lucasfilm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, yeah. Matter Black Lives Do. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, someone someone wrote that on the statue, um, outside, outside the Yoda statue, which is on, um, and that tweeted, uh, Pablo pointed out two things. Number one, there's nobody in those offices right now. They're all working from home. And ah. two, uh, it's on federal land, apparently. That's that, that, um, that building right. is, is actually on federal land, so it's not a private property. Um, on the Presidio. The Presidio, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. Like, certainly, it's a good message, and and uh, I don't think it's an official Lucasfilm message, though. I think it was just somebody went up there and did that. It doesn't seem like uh, a thing Lucasfilm would do. No, but it could. That does not still rule out an employee. Doesn't matter if they're not working. Right. There. Yes. It could be somebody yeah. who went down there. Yes. I could show up at school tomorrow and and write Black Lives Matter on Red River College. Cross out red and put Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And uh, and uh, doesn't mean that just because the employees aren't there doesn't mean that they don't aren't inspired to do something like that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a good idea, I think, uh, and they can certainly clean it off. They didn't dis- they didn't desecrate the statue itself. It was just on the base of the statue. So, you know, they'll they'll uh, 
Are they going to clean it or are they going to leave it? I think they're probably going to clean it. Wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you want to clean that? It doesn't look great. Uh, it looks Put up like a better uh, one. Well, it's a you know, it, 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 but it looks exactly what it's supposed to be, which is a kind of a statement against uh, the the, the issue that they're standing up for. Yeah. In a in a very kind of guerrilla tactic kind of a way. So I think it right. does achieve what it's meant to achieve. Um, but I think they will take it off there at some point. Whenever they get back to work at the in the Presidio, they will uh, they'll take that off and uh, and leave it as is. Is that like I wonder? Is that like does that so probably what he's saying is that anybody can just walk up to that thing? Like it's not like. Oh, I think so. I think yeah, it's, yeah. You can't get into the building because you need to be a Lucasfilm employee to get into the building, but you can right. just walk up to the Yoda statue and take a right. photo or whatever. Because that's what I want to do. Whenever I go to San Francisco, I do plan to um, to visit the Yoda statue. Yeah, I've, sure. I've been to San Francisco a couple times, but not since um, not uh, when I was there. Uh, Lucasfilm was not on that property. Oh, okay. At that point, at that point, and in fact. Didn't George Lucas want to build his museum there? Yes, that's right. Yeah, no, I've heard the that's one what that he's got been declined. And then Chicago, he was going to build it in Chicago, and then that got declined. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that now. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else is there in Star Wars news? By the way, Winnipeg will build that museum. <laughs> no, let's we build just... it here. <laughs> of course, uh, we also had John Boyega speaking out um, for yeah. Black Lives Matter as well last week. Had a great, um, a great kind of speech on that. Um, and yeah, everybody seems to be like on board with this. Uh, oh, of course, movement. of course. Star Wars is the force of good in the galaxy. Yeah, and I think yeah. that they're you know, despite the fact that the original film does not have any color in it, pretty much, there it's all white oh, people. Yeah. I believe in that first movie. Um, it, it's noticeable now. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, and so, but the they've time, over the it was years, not. every movie was basically packed with white people. Except for, I mean, Lando was the one token black guy in Empire and um, and Jedi, and then, but as they've gone on, they've gotten better at, at, at more equal representation, where they have like, you know, main characters are are black and more people that are and other people as well, LGBTQ people and all that kinds of stuff. So well, that's cool. I mean, uh, yeah, there's that one minute or, or one blink if you miss it. Um, first gay Star Wars character in the Rise of Skywalker, but. Uh, that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Well, that did get enough time. Didn't yeah, yeah. That yeah. it was kind of like, a, oh, and here's this. Here's one second for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it felt, was a, it felt like at a best. Thing. It was it was sort of okay. I, here it is. But I think people. I think the Star Wars fans that wanted that story wanted uh, Poe and Finn to be to be a couple. And they certainly, well, they could have done it. Well, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, they could have. It could have been. There's nothing wrong with that. They certainly had a bromance going. Like, that was, yeah. I think that's kind of what they're trying to do. But, yeah, they could have had it go the other way. Like, there was no reason not to, right? Yeah, no. I mean, they, they laid the groundwork. But there's a lot of stuff they laid the groundwork for that that, that came to nothing, like Broom Boy. So. <laughs> Bringing it all back to Broom Boy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, you know. We can well we'll do the uh, we'll do the watch along at some point for the last Jedi. I'm really not looking forward to it, to be honest. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. All right, sorry. I keep hey. doing that. I keep mixing those two up. I you know um, of the three, I think I've said this already. The last Jedi is my favorite of the new three movies, yeah. but um, but yeah, we will have to do the, our, our commentary. Where we we watch it together and talk about it. Um, but yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm I'm kind of been holding off because I'm I'm worried. Like I said, I enjoyed it the first few times I watched it, and now I'm probably not going to enjoy it, and I'm worried that it's going to sour my Star Wars fandom a little bit. Well, no, you know what? I watched it again, and to my surprise, the part that surprised me 
was because you know uh, how I said like the when we talked about Rise of Skywalker the next day or whenever we did it, the part to me it was just like a blur of plot points when the first time I saw it, the the beginning of the film, and when I rewatched it, what surprised me was the breezy the breeziness and a little bit of the fun that I kind of forgot about in the opening of the Rise of Skywalker. There's some really good stuff in there. Like, like, and, and I noticed that throughout the film. Throughout the film, there's some really good stuff in there, but then it just doesn't solve the original problem, which is, and so when you're done, you're, you're left with, with I, at least I was left with the feeling like, ah, oh, that was more fun than I remember it. Um, but uh, still, they should have laid the groundwork uh, for the Emperor in particular, that was the, the, the that needed to be set up in the in an earlier film. That, that had to, that had to have been, because it just seems like it's it's like slam on the brakes and do a one eighty. Like there's some of that stuff, and I also think that some of the stuff that doesn't work in the Rise of Skywalker is also the fault of the movies that came before in terms of like. But when we saw Return of the Jedi and Han and Luke um, are together again before they go to Jabba's barge and they have that little banter like together again, wouldn't miss it, all of that stuff. And we laugh at that because they've, they've established those characters so well that, by, that at that point they earned the right to have that moment. Whereas the new characters in the, like for this trilogy, they kind of don't, didn't earn that. Hey, look, we're together again. Like that, that kind of didn't like they're, they're chummy. And they're trying. They're attempting the banter that we loved in Return of the Jedi, but the stuff that came before didn't do what it needed to do to make those moments work. Yeah, so I think it's that simple. I'm still shocked that they didn't have an overarching plan for the trilogy before they went into it. Like I, they I'm, must, they must have had something. They, but it, it, like, either they let Ryan Johnson do what he wanted to do, and he mm -hmm. killed Snoke. Like that was the big thing. Ryan Johnson killed Snoke. So that threw their big bad into the, you know, they didn't have a big bad for that third. Although I thought it was going to be Kylo Ren. I thought that was what that was setting up. Mm -hmm. But no, that's not what they did. They brought back the Emperor to be that. I think that JJ had an idea. Now, remember, it was going to be Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow's mm -hmm. uh, script was much different, apparently, and, and that kind of stuff. But um, not, not totally different. Like I read the treatment, if it's true, and I think it is true, uh, that uh, when I read the treatment, it's like there was it followed us a, a similar path. Like it wasn't okay. completely different. Now I can't remember off the top of my head what the main plot points were, but when I read it, I thought, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> it's kind of different. But don't you think the, uh, if, if he, okay. If, so it's, let's pretend that Snoke doesn't die mm -hmm. in the second movie. And then is the, instead of the emperor, we have Snoke. He's the mm -hmm. big bad guy, right? Which would have made more sense, which would have been like not as jarring, um, he, he, you know, maybe we think, maybe he pulls a Darth Maul, maybe we think he dies and then he comes back. That would have been fine. Um, and then, uh, at the end, they, he faces both Kylo Ren and Rey and we have kind of a repeat of the other scene and, which was a great scene in The Last Jedi where he's tempting her yeah. and trying to get her to turn and then Kylo Ren turns and that fight scene with those guards, that was a really, really good scene. Um, we have a similar thing like that, but the two of them band together and, and beat him just like, and again, it feels a little bit more like Return of the Jedi where, you know, Luke and Vader kind of team up to, to destroy the Emperor. But um, I think that would have been better than what we got. I think that if it replaced the Emperor with Snoke and it would have been a better movie. You could also, you could have had Snoke attempting to clone the Emperor. 
Ah, like yeah. that could have been good. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, you know, and then you still could have, like, okay, so it works. It works. I've cloned the emperor, master. What do you want from me? He kills Snoke right away. He's such a badass. He kills everybody. Like, like you could have easily made the emperor a different, new, horrifying kind of villain, um, based on Snoke bringing him back. Like, there's so there's so much you could have done. But they, but, and then, yeah, and then to make room for that, they cut out the side quests they do with like going to, uh, going oh. to get, like, not that the I, I love. Casino Planet does not pay well, off. Well, because, yeah, no, that, that's in the second movie, but in the yeah. third movie, like going to see, I love Babu Frick. I think Babu Frick is one of the best yeah. things to come out of that movie. But that whole idea of them going off to get, 3PO's memory wiped and then it doesn't even pay it off in the end because they give it back to him in the in the end like there's no point to that right cut that whole sequence out where we have uh, Poe's background as a smuggler somehow like we don't know anything about that they're just kind of thrown at us like that whole idea I think they could have just taken that out and just used that time to focus more on, deliver, on, on developing the Emperor and yeah. what happened with that so yeah it was not yeah I don't know it, it's, it's, it's tough because it's the revealing of details it's that simple. Yeah. The revealing yeah. of details. And the glossing over things yeah. that they shouldn't have glossed over. And I like what you said about in, in Empire Strikes Back about how Irvin Kirshner was focused on those details and making sure they were realistic and, and logical and, you know, that these things happen for a reason. There's a reason why. And it wasn't even that bad. It was like the, one of the ones was why would they bring Leia and Chewie down to the um, – to the carbon freezing chamber with Han. If they're just going to freeze him and send him off, why do they need to be there, right? And that's the kind of stuff he would talk out with the actors and figure that out because they're there because we need to have that moment between Han and Leia, but there's got to be a real reason the the uh, the Vader is showing off um, or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember what the logic was, but they came up with a logical reason why that had to happen that way, and that's what they should have done for a lot of uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. You know, why? <laughs> what was it? Um, what was it? One other thing, like why does why does three PO have to be? Why is he not allowed to play, say the Sith language? Why is that a thing? You know, like that's stupid. Well, I like that. That's the thing. There's like little touches of of great stuff in there, but then then the taking away, like Chewie's dead. Chewie's alive. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Oh, Hux, Hux doesn't want to die, so he's being very secretive. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, like it's a back and forth, and you know. There's too much of that. There's too mm -hmm. much. Like, uh, Ben lives. Oh, now he's dead. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but I certainly, and you've said this a couple times, moments of greatness in the movie. Yeah. Still some really good moments of greatness. There's the part things, where, yeah. the part where, uh, Ben is facing off against the, the, um, the, uh, Knights of Ren and he kind of does this kind of yeah. like a dip, like, all right, let's do it. Like he was yeah. ready. And I love that. I love that idea. And then he, he takes them on. Like it just, the whole idea was, was good. But yeah, overall, Ah, okay. I'll have to watch it. We'll have to watch it. But yeah, there's, there's, and, and as I say, like it's a fun, it's fun to watch it. That the devil is in the details later on when you start <laughs> thinking about it and going like, like I don't have any desire to watch all three of the new trilogy in a row. No, no, I don't. I don't yeah, have any exactly. Desire. Yes, yeah. I would I know it doesn't pay off. I think of the three, I would be yeah. more likely to rewatch uh, the Last Jedi, which I've probably watched more than the other two anyway. Yeah, I think I, like, I think same for me. I, there's there's so many moments in that film that I really really enjoy, mm -hmm. uh, more so than the other two movies. And uh, in the, in the, like I said, barring the Casino Planet section, everything else I love about yeah. uh, the Last Jedi. So the Casino Planet and uh, what's his name, DJ. Oh, well, that was that goes with that whole thing as well. Yeah, the Casino yeah, Planet, like... the Casino Planet slash the whole idea of them going to. 
disable the tracker or some stupid thing. Like, that's all ridiculous. There like, was no reason for any of this. I, I, like that's that would have been a fine place to introduce Lando. Yeah. You know, like that that is a reason why they could have gone there. You know, like yeah. there's so many different reasons why we could have got them there. And the other thing that drives me nuts is their friends are getting shot in out of the sky. They've escaped and and Finn is excited to gamble when they <laughs> arrive there. I can't I can't get past it. Where, where he's like, "Oh, look at this. Wow." Like, "Really? Your friends well, Your friends just, are being fired upon." He's been sheltered his whole life. He's been a stormtrooper his whole life. He's been, you know, he needs to get out more. So All it, right. should, it should be like, "Can you believe this awful these awful people in this place and they don't even know our friends are up there getting shot at. <laughs> but it's like, nope. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. then Broom Boy comes in. No, and I'm then sure. Broom Boy and then they free the horses. Not really horses, but yeah. There, there's more horses in the set in the third movie when they gallop the horses along the surface of a Star Destroyer. So are those no. the same horses, by the way? Or no, they're not. Horses? No, the, the ones in the Last Jedi are not horses. They're like horse-like creatures with weird, weird heads. Yeah. But the, in, in the in the Rise of Skywalker, it is horses. It's essentially space horses. Oh, like, okay. They look like horses, so with different hair or something. It's like what they did for the Banthas. They, what, what did they make use for Banthas? Was it an elephant? No, it wasn't an elephant. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Was it an elephant? Maybe they put a costume on. Okay. So yeah, they they that's what they did for Banthas. So the same kind of thing. They've just put a mask on a horse or something like that for that one. I don't know. They got it. They brought. They dragged an elephant out to the desert. By the way, in Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So bad. And they put something heavy, a heavy costume on him. How do they get? How do they hide the trunk? I don't know. I think it's in one of the making of. Okay. When they show them dressing it up. Huh. Well, it was an elephant, wasn't it? Well, it has to be. It couldn't have been a rhinoceros. <laughs> no, but what other what other animal is that size? Like, I don't think there's another animal they no. could use for that, and it moves like an elephant. So, yeah. Okay, interesting. All right, well, we'll leave you. We'll leave it at that then. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Oh,